When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, McCoy. Hey, McCoy. Welcome in to the PHNX Suns podcast brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast and leave us a five star review. I'm Lindsay Smith here with Saul Bookman. <laughs> Gerald and Espo are sick, but Espo's going to try and join us on, a little later on in the show. And we thought today would be an easy day. We were literally in the middle of a pod and then this broke. It was like, <laughs> of course it broke. Of course this is the way it had to happen, right? We have been on the edge of our seats since this whole thing started. And the one day we decided to give ourselves a little bit of a break, mm-hmm. we were going to go play paintball. Mm-hmm. That's when everything hit the fan. So you guys are welcome for making things move a little bit forward by trying to give ourselves a little <laughs> bit of a break. I'm just kidding. Uh, welcome to the show. We're so happy to have you guys here with us. Of course, the main topic of the day, a tweet from Woj, restricted free agent DeAndre Ayton has agreed to a four-year, $133 million maximum offer sheet with the Indiana Pacers. That comes from DeAndre Ayton's agents. Now the Suns have 48 hours to match the largest offer sheet in NBA history. So I think what we should do here is kind of like break down sure. everything that kind of has come to the surface in the last two hours because this initial tweet made everyone think, okay, it's already inks to the paper, right? Mm-hmm. Done deal 48 hours from this particular moment. Not so fast. Not quite. <laughs> Not quite. And then the other question too was, but do the Pacers have the cap space? Because all week we've been talking about keep an eye out for a little sidebar move from the Pacers because the cap space isn't fully there. So a couple more things. Here's this one from Woj. The Pacers are waving guard Dwayne Washington and waving and stretching the three players who arrived in the Boston trade from Malcolm Brogdon. That's what will create the cap space to sign Aiton to the max offer sheet. Now, however, the ink is not dry yet. Pen to paper has not happened yet, yeah. but from what we understand, Saul, it's going to happen today. Yeah, right? I mean, the expectation is that it's going to happen today at some point. But again, nothing becomes official until midnight tonight, and that's where the fun begins. Yeah, because this whole time we've all been kind of waiting around, trying to figure out what's going to happen and all that good stuff. Um, but uh, and, no, and nothing has happened. Now something has to happen if you're the Phoenix Suns. If you want to make it easier on yourself, and, and I will I will say easier, not completely out of the picture for KD, but it's, you know, like like one somebody said about Chris Paul, he's not washed up, but he's getting near the bathtub. 
Uh, it's kind of the same kind of situation. Like KD's not completely out of the picture if DeAndre Aiden um, signs this offer sheet, but it makes it incredibly difficult to try mm -hmm. and get him um, in that case. Uh, we have a seven and a half, seven hour window, so to speak, until that is finalized. And then the Suns would be on the, the clock for another 48 hours to try and match that once midnight happens tonight. So right. seven hours to try and make a sign and trade happen. 48 hours after that to match the offer if they don't get a sign and trade done. Right, because the understanding is that DeAndre is going to sign this offer sheet today, but the clock does not or the clock to match doesn't start until midnight tonight Eastern time. Correct. So both sides, like you said, do still have a little bit of time mm -hmm. to work out a sign and trade before the offer sheet is officially signed. Now, a couple things to keep in mind here. Yeah. If the Suns match, that means DA cannot be traded until January 15th. He cannot be traded to the Pacers for a year and he has trade veto power for a year. For a year once he's once he has signed the deal with the Suns, essentially. So essentially six months after the window of him actually being allowed to be traded. Exactly. Right? It, they say a year veto trade, but we know for the first six months he he can't be traded. So right. um so it's kind of a six month window. So that's a lot. <laughs> But uh, let's just kind of break this down as far as how we're feeling. Should we bring in Espo for let's, this let's, portion? Because I feel if, like Espo has lots of feelings. Let's let's. Well, he might be sick. They might be sick feelings. But hi, <laughs> Espo. Hi, hi, everybody. How are you? <laughs> got the old mic to work, huh? All right. <laughs> Welcome. How, how are you? I, You're I sick. I, you got this news. What's going on in your space? Well, I felt sick before the news, and now I just feel fantastic. I mean, <laughs> why not add something else on on top of it? Look, it, this comes down to one thing and one thing only to me. If you are unwilling to pay the luxury tax, don't be an NBA owner. And that's what this is going to come down to. Are the Suns willing to go into that $100 million, uh, you know, $100 million plus a luxury tax if they wind up keeping Aiton and they still want to go after KD. If everything we're hearing is, oh, they're willing to spend that money. Uh, Gambo tweeted that out. I don't believe it till I actually see it. People are like, oh, well, servers changed since 2019. It's a lot easier to say you've changed than to show you've changed. And now is the time that we're going to find out really what's going on here. I don't I think this is a negotiating ploy by by the Pacers to try to force the Suns' hands into a sign-and-trade because it doesn't sound like the Suns have been very interested in what the Pacers have to offer. But it's not a bluff because Aiton will sign this and then it's on the Suns to match. I, I don't know where we're headed. I think KD's still alive either way in this, but it complicates it. All those three, four-team deals are out the window now because you don't have that piece uh, in DeAndre Ayton. This is uh, the, James Jones has to prove himself now. That's where we're at. I, I think, listen, if, if there was a lot of chatter out there and there's a lot of people out there that really don't understand how this works. And as a restricted free agent, the Suns still have an opportunity to match. And I think people are just completely overlooking that because they just think that DA is signed with the, the Pacers. That's not what's happened here. He has signed uh, where he's going to sign an offer sheet. The Suns can still match, and I truly okay. believe they will still match because it would be absolute uh, franchise suicide, like Johnny Venerable said earlier today, for them to let the number one pick 
walk out the door after you had all this time to not only come up with a deal with him, but also to try and sign and trade him to get something of value back. James Jones's neck would be on the absolute line right now. And he knows that like as a GM, we were talking about this yesterday. GMs are not necessarily in the, in the let's move it world. It's more of like the self-preservation world. And if you let the number one pick walk out the door, you're, you're absolutely just putting yourself on the line to get fired next. Cause it's buckle up. That's though. exactly what would happen. Buckle up. I think it's not going to happen. I think there. You, you can keep saying that all you want, but in the end, it may not even be James Jones's choice. Well, my, be, okay, no. Choice but, he's not signing the checks. Okay, but hold on. There's a couple things within this, too, because, okay, should we just play this video from Brian Windhorse sure. that gives a little sure. bit more details? Because I think that's where my brain's going with this. Shane, let's play this this video. Yeah, the Pacers have been lining this up since the first day of free agency. They met with DeAndre Ayton coming right out of the gates, expressed their interest in him. And as the Suns elected really not to seriously engage on the type of contract that DeAndre Ayton wanted, the Pacers made moves to make this possible, specifically trading Malcolm Brogdon to the Boston Celtics to open up the space to do this. Now, Malika, the Pacers don't like to do offer sheets. How much do they not like to do them? This is the second one they've done in 40 years. And mm. the last one was for a very low-level uh, role player. So they wanted to negotiate a sign-and-trade with Phoenix and had discussions to that end. They couldn't agree to terms. There was some uh, consideration that this could be a part of a bigger deal. We've talked about that on this show this week. But the Pacers are tired of waiting, and they went forward and made this move. Now, the real question is, do the Suns match? The concept of losing a player like DeAndre Ayton for nothing, which would happen if they didn't match in 48 hours, would be a devastating blow to Phoenix. We just have, we almost never see the loss of a restricted free agent to this level. But they do not believe that Ayton is a max player. They didn't believe he was a max player during the extension talks last fall. They do not believe he's a max player now. Matching this would make DeAndre Ayton untradeable until January 15th, so he couldn't be used in a, any kind of Kevin Durant trade, even mm. if they kept him. And it would push the Suns about uh, $15 million into the luxury tax, a very penal place that they have almost never gone before. So we are all going to be having our popcorn watching the Suns maneuver when they get this offer sheet and we see what bells and whistles are in it to see how toxic the Pacers might have made it. Okay, so even Brian Windhorse is saying it would be shocking if the Suns don't match this. It would be but, stupid. But the bigger thing that I see in this is that he basically said the Suns and the Pacers have talked. They've tried to work out multiple team deals, probably to get KD, but the Suns have not been receptive to what the Pacers are offering them. So there is a sign and trade on the table. It's just not what James Jones wants. Mm -hmm. So... If you're James Jones, are you really going to say, hey, there's a sign and trade on the table where I can at least get something back to maybe leverage in the future? Or are you generally going to be like, okay, go ahead. He's all yours. Thanks. Bye. Just, That's not happening. Yeah. I think you just hit on what this is. This is a seven-hour window that Indiana forced to try to get yes. the Suns to accept a sign and trade. And then uh, the, the Woj tweet, which I think we have, that he said, oh, the Suns are willing to match this is the Sun saying you better throw in draft compensation here, otherwise we're not doing it. This is a pissing match right now that I think is going on, and I think we're going to see a sign-in trade because the Suns didn't want to give him this max 
They didn't. They. It's been pretty clear, and they told him go find it somewhere else. They they tried to call his bluff, thinking that nobody else was going to offer it to him. It's there now. It puts you in the luxury tax. It means you'll be in a huge luxury tax bill if you figure out a way to get Kevin Durant. I think this ends in a, a sign and trade before the end of the night, where you get assets that you can use in another trade to help make make this roster better. I don't think they want to bring back DeAndre Ayton. I don't think DeAndre Ayton wants to be here right now uh, if he's if he's willing to sign this max with Indy and push the Suns hand uh, here as well. I mean, I like, like Brian said in the video too, this is the first, this, what the second offer sheet, the Pacers have handed out in 40 years. So, and based on all the reports that we've heard over the last handful of weeks around, not even handful of weeks, days around the Pacers is that, Hey, the Pacers want to work out sign in trades. They don't want to give out offer sheets. They want this to be, mutually beneficial in some capacity to both that's, teams involved. That's what was said, yes. But I, that's what it said, yes. But I also think that the history kind of speaks for itself in the sense that they haven't given out offer sheets mm-hmm. hardly right. ever at all. And so I think you're absolutely right, Espo. I think this is the Pacers saying, listen, we've waited long enough. We're trying to work with you on a deal. You guys are dragging your feet. So you know what? Either pull up to the table and let's legitimately talk in the next seven hours or... Or okay. Well, I I also think that this is the Pacers' way of just saying like we're we're kind of done with this. We want this yeah. to be resolved somehow, some way. So we're gonna put the offer sheet out there. And if you don't want to do a, ma- a sign and trade, um, then you're gonna have to match and move on. And that's exactly what's gonna happen. I I just don't see a scenario where the Suns, uh, you know, a sign and trade could very well happen. And I think that's that's probably the the more desirable outcome, obviously. Uh, but if you're the Suns too, like I know there's this this thought, this prevailing thought that the Suns just do not want DeAndre Ayton by any stretch of the imagination. I think the Suns were w- waiting out the market to see what was going to happen. I think they do want DA back, but they don't want him at 133 mil. I'll, I'll say that. But well, last year fair. we were talking about him getting an offer of four years, 121 million. I think right? Wasn't that the offer? Four years, one twenty-one. You know, uh, allegedly. So we're talking about DeAndre Aiden waited for twelve million dollars. Like, if you're the Suns, you take that. Like, okay, whatever. Maybe we were wrong. We'll give you the four one thirty-three, and we move on. And I think that's the better. I think that's the best case scenario as opposed to trying to get Miles Turner and 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 a handful of draft picks that you don't even want. Do you think they'll go into the huge luxury tax to get Kevin Durant at that point? Because Based on math, it's what it sounds like is they would pay the second highest luxury tax bill uh, outside of what the Warriors paid last year if they do that. Or do you think this is we're we're running it back at this point if they match it? Um, I'm hoping that they would go into luxury tax. Fifteen million dollars into luxury tax to me doesn't really. Is that the number though? Because I I can't get a legitimate read on what this number is because I've heard people say upwards of a hundred million. I've heard fifteen no, million. It, with with KD, it would be right, 60, 70, 80 million, right? Yeah, you're you're pushing. Um, uh, almost into the $100 million range, depending on who's going out, what you're doing, uh, those kind of things. If you if you bring KD in at that point, it's $15 million over the luxury tax uh, when you sign DA, and then you get to the threshold if you're bringing KD, which makes you pay, uh, you know, one and a half, two and a half times uh, per mm-hmm. dollar that you're spending. So it adds up immensely quick 
with that. We saw the Warriors do that the last few years. I mean, they paid upwards of, I think it was $80 million just to have Kelly Oubre, Oubre yep. on their Oubre. roster a handful of years ago when, when he moved on from the Suns. So, look, this is going to cost a boatload of money if you're still in on KD. Now, if they match, maybe maybe they've learned that KD isn't in the cards for them. Maybe they just realize Sean Marks isn't going to budge off what he's asking for. They're unwilling to pay. I don't know, but we're going to learn a lot of a lot of things in the next forty-eight hours. And James Jones is on the clock. James well, Jones' legacy I, as a general manager is on the clock right now. I've said it since I the w- beginning of this offseason. We will know who he is by the end of this. I would also, you know, listen, right now, as we speak, in the situation as it is right now, uh, James Jones has already fumbled the bag. I will say that right now. Because you could have say if they end up matching the offer, they could have saved themselves a little bit earlier than this. But they didn't. They didn't. They opted to wait this out. They put themselves in a situation where now the market's going to dictate it for you. And I, I, I just... If James Jones comes away with this and we basically have the same team from last year coming back with no real assets that we can we can point to and say, okay, the team improved here or here, um, a lot of people are going to be upset because you were a, a second-round team, and that's just how people are going to view it. I, fair or One not, thing- I just feel like, I've, I feel like James Jones has a, a particular way about him and the way he processes things. And the way he goes about his business, and it's too slow for 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 the rest of the NBA that is trying to make things work at a at a quicker pace. It's got to get to it, man. I mean, people are going to get impatient, just like we're seeing with the Pacers right now. I feel like the Pacers gave them a good amount of time to try and figure Two something and a half out. Weeks. And it seems like the Pacers were willing to work with them. It seems like DA was even willing to work with the Suns. But at some point in time, these teams, like we're seeing right now, they're going to be like, listen, we're trying to build our team as well. Mm -hmm. We can't Mm -hmm. just wait for you to focus on your team only and then us be on the back burner to your situation. Like there has to be mutual respect across all of these different teams and organizations in order to work things out to avoid situations like this. And I mean, here's what do we have? We have another tweet from Woj. And he said, so far, Suns haven't shown an interest in negotiating a sign and trade on Aiton with the Pacers. But the expectation remains that Phoenix will match the record $133 million offer sheet once it's signed per sources uh, from ESPN. Suns could trade Aiton as soon as January 15th once a sheet is matched. Yeah, those uh, sources are the Suns, I think. Because if you if you read the context clues, so far, they've been unwilling to and they'll they'll match this is this is a negotiating ploy by the Suns is my read on this we heard Woj got the information originally from the Pacers on the on the deal and from DA's camp I think this is the Suns counter move if they're playing chess in this trying to get Indy to give something else in a sign and trade uh it right now that it it just feels like there's a, a chess game going on right now you've got James Jones staring down Indiana and staring down Sean Marks in the Nets all at the same time. It's a standoff right now. But 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 the I get what you're saying, and I do think it makes sense. But the first sentence of this tweet, Suns haven't shown an interest in negotiating a sign and trade on Aiton with the Pacers. Like so far, though, is the first two words in that. Woj is very good at hedging things, right? 
But why? That's because my question. They don't why? Watch just Miles Turner, and I'm betting that 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 the main part of the the main thing in that offer, or if not the only thing, was probably Miles Turner. We'll give you Miles Turner for DeAndre Ayton. That was a non-starter from for them. Everything we've heard is they don't really want Miles Turner. You know, at one point this week, I think it was Gambo said they might take him because it's a one-year deal, but they don't want him. Well, the, I I just feel like there's a lot of posturing going on right now with this. And, and it doesn't surprise me that you've got Woj and Bobby Marks coming out and making it very clear a sign and trade is still possible right now. If, if this was a fait accompli, he was signing it, uh, there wasn't any chance that the Suns were backing off of their desire to have a sign and trade. I don't think it happens. I don't think the Pacers cut one guy and cut and stretch three other guys just to get to the cap space uh, at this point if if they don't have a good feeling that they're getting DeAndre Ayton. Well, <sighs> I, I I see what you're saying, Espo. I just, you know, there's Indiana is in control of their own situation. The Suns also have a little bit of control on the back end once Indiana enacts what they did today. And that's that's part of this game right now. I just, again, I'm going to go back to this. And it's so funny that when we were recording our episode earlier today, we were talking about the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and I literally said if I had to put $1,000 on anything, I would put it on DA coming back to the Suns. And I feel like that's where we're at right now. So is that going to be our DraftKings pick of the week? Put some money on DA? Yeah, put all your, put all your money back on DA to come back point? to the Suns at this point. But, but if you do, you better get it in early. Like now. <laughs> I'm putting, if, if they match, I'm putting my money on Kevin Durant going back to the Nets. Yeah, I agree. start the season. Okay. I, I, I don't see a scenario where KD comes back to the, comes to the Suns if DA comes back to the Suns. I, I just, it's just too impossible. Well, I guess we will find out if you guys want to get some skin in the game. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use promo code PHNX. Make your first deposit, and you're going to get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Again, that's promo code PHNX. Risk-free bet up to $1,000. Like, this is the time if you are not already on the DraftKings app and you did not already sign up with PHNX, you should do that because you could potentially get a big payday here but it's risk-free, and that's the best part. Uh, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. We do have a super chat from Noel. Noel? Noel? Not totally sure. Apologies. Uh, Jones isn't Pat Riley. Pat has a huge smile right now. Thank you that's for your it. super that's chat. It. Okay. Yep. <laughs> that's the super right. chat. We appreciate you. Um, and my goodness, the amount of comments right now, I'm having such a hard time kind of keeping yeah, we up apologize. with all of them. We apologize for not being able to pull up some comments on the screen. We're having a bit of a technical issue because there's a lot of people streaming right now wanting to Chat. know more about what's going on with Chat, the Suns. You guys broke, you guys broke our stream. Okay. <laughs> so you had mentioned when we were talking about DraftKings and where we would put our money. So you don't think if the Suns match... You don't think that they're going to get KD? It's just it the like Espo was saying, the tax bill on that would be just so enormously high that you know when you're talking about an owner that hasn't really shown the propensity to go to that level um, to spend money, it, it's hard for me to believe. I think 15 million over the tax right now for DeAndre Aiden is is going to be pushing it, and I I think that's going to cause 
stresses in the organization as it is alone. Now add another 60, 70, 80 million dollars to that and it becomes even worse. And we, we that's just the reputation that this franchise has right now. I don't like the idea that that well, let me let me go back. It's not my money. So I could give a shit less. Obviously, I want KD to come to the Suns, but I just don't see what assets you have to try and leverage to try and get KD here unless Again, a sign and trade happened with DA. And that's that that changes the game a little bit. Well, see, I'm, that's that's the thing that gets me is how how do you find the path to get KD? You, whether whether you, you throw lose in DA Mikhail now. Or, well, but even that is that even enough? No, right? it's not. It, you know, in my mind, it's not, and and it makes a three team deal much more complicated because you don't have that asset to send to that third team now, unless you're saying. Hey, do you want Cam Johnson? This third team, Mikhail, do you, you know Brooklyn? Do you want Mikhail? And here's four first round picks and three pick swaps. I just I don't see them doing that. If if there's a path to KD, my guess is what happens is come January fifteenth, when Da becomes available to trade, maybe things reopen there if he's back with the Nets. But I the path right now, if if there's not a sign in trade, seems very much more convoluted than we thought it was a few days ago. The the only way something happens today that gets Kevin Durant, first of all, here's what I'll say. If Kevin Durant is not part of a signing trade today, it's not happening because I feel like you have you had the pieces in the last day or two to try and make this happen with the Donovan Mitchell news, the Nets uh, apparently wanting a star, you could have traded DA to the Jazz, like all that stuff, but you didn't. You didn't want to do that. You weren't interested in it. Maybe you didn't like the the pieces that were going to be moved around. And so unless they were right there on the, the hinge of that, like yesterday, and they can circle back to it today and be like, you know what? We'll do it. Let's do it. Let's let's make everybody happy. I just don't think it's going to happen. So. I mean, I understand that it definitely makes things harder, but I still think that there is an avenue where you could, in some theory, get KD here, even if you match a DA offer sheet. I'm not saying it's easy, and I'm not saying we're not going to be giving up a boatload of things in order to make it happen, but I still don't think it's completely dead in the water. I know, I know. And listen, there's everybody in the chat right now that is just flexing it up. (laughs) And I appreciate you guys, and we love flex. And I'm not saying that he's wrong, and I'm not saying, and I'm not completely squashing the idea of KD coming here if Aiden comes back, I'm not. But what I'm saying is the percentages have gone down, have significantly yeah. gone down uh, now that DA would have to be a part of a sign and trade if they couldn't execute that today. And they become even worse if you can't do a sign and trade with Indiana and you have to bring back DA. Uh, it's just the, the, the numbers are just trickling. So I would not buy stock in KD coming to the Suns after today. Well, I know you hate this direction of, of, questioning kind of stuff but with where do you think da's at i mean if you match him i can't imagine he's going to be particularly happy with it especially because he kind of forced their hand at this point i i don't know that you're going to have chemistry has been such a key to this if they match do you think he's going to be in a headspace to to be you know the guy that sacrifices touches does the things he's done to help them be successful. 
I don't know that he will be. Well, I, I, I see what you're saying there, um, especially when people want to look at, you know, the last, uh, I don't even know what camera, is this the camera I'm looking at? <laughs> uh, especially when you're talking about the last images of DA coming off that court in Monty Williams, right? And images that I'm like, okay, whatever. The heat of battle, you're getting your ass whooped in game seven. I don't care about that. I really don't. But I'm going to go, I'm going to defer to what he had, he had been that entire year. He wasn't happy that he didn't get the max extension, but he still played. He didn't complain about it all season. He was a total pro about it. And I'm going to take the 364 days of him being, you know, just a, a good teammate versus the one bad day that he had. Like, I'm just going to. So I think DA can compartmentalize these things and just and play ball. He's getting the bag. He got he's going to get paid. He's going to get paid a high salary, which is what he wanted. He proved that there are other teams that value him. And I think he's content with that. And he just moves on. And listen, Devin Booker. Chris Paul, all these guys, they also know that this is a business and they're all going to kiss and hug and they're going to be okay and they're going to move on. They're going to move forward. Um, Chris Paul will probably come back to him like, see, I told you you were going to get the bag. Like, you know, it's, it's <laughs> not the it's way a, we expected, yeah, but you still got one. Yeah. Well, I get that, but I think he he's wanted to be a bigger option on offense, right? We've heard that. If he's the second highest paid guy on your team, and he's still the third or fourth option. I can't imagine he's going to be happy about that. I don't think I know that, money's nice, but I don't think it was always about the money. No, I, think I, it was I about th- him feeling wanted. I, I, I don't think it was always about the money, but it's a big part. It's it, a big it, part of it. It's a Let's big part honest. of it, and and I also I I do have this feeling, Espo, that um, towards the end of the season, he was he was starting to get agitated about that. Like he just was like, "No, nah, fuck this. I'm gonna," like he did a couple things that I was like, "Oh." Look at that. There you go. Like, you should do more of that. And um, I think this upcoming season, he probably won't defer to Chris Paul or Devin Booker as much as he has in the past. I will say that for sure. There's a lot of people um, arguing in the comments right now on whether DA is selfish or is not selfish. And I think you could argue that both of them can be true at the same time. But I will say that if we're looking at this past year, the fact that DA played within the role that he was asked to play with without getting paid, I think last year he probably leaned more to the unselfish side of things than the selfish side of things. Right now, he's probably being full-blown selfish because he did sacrifice for this team. He talked about it. This entire team talked about it. The front office and the coaching staff talked about it. So now DA is like, okay, well, what am I being unselfish for? I'm not even going to get paid. Yeah. So right yeah. now, in his head, it's probably all about him. There's nothing selfish about that. That's part of his right as a restricted free agent to go get his money and, and find a place that he wants to be. That's not selfish in the least. He has no reason to try to help the sun ship him out and get Kevin Durant in here. That's Agreed. not selfish. That's that's him looking out for, for himself and, and understanding that this is part of the business. And that's not selfish. You can argue little things along the way, but that's not selfish. And he's sacrificed mm-hmm. a lot. So he's earned this right. So screw the concept that he's being selfish by getting himself the bag this way. He waited two weeks even. Also, also, if we're going to call DA selfish, do we also need to start calling KD selfish because he wants to do what's best for him as well? Like, we can't can't be playing this. It's okay for players to try and put themselves first, but it's not okay for this player to put themselves first game here. KD has four years on his contract. DeAndre Ayton is a free agent. Like, 
if anybody's being selfish, it's KD holding yeah. the Nets hostage, not DeAndre Ayton trying Agreed. to get paid. You know, I totally agree with that. Uh, listen, I don't know where this narrative comes from about DA being selfish, but I will say this. If you put yourselves in, in his shoes right now and you've done everything that you did to this point and you felt like you met you, you met the criteria, as that Isaiah Thomas gift says, right? Um, you met the criteria. You thought you did exactly what you needed to do to get the bag. And your employer says, eh, well, you know, I don't think you did enough. Okay, well, I want to I seek other opportunities. Everybody or a lot of people have been in that situation, and a lot of people look for other opportunities, and they try to get the bag somewhere else. That's what DeAndre Ayton's doing. It's just fortunate for the Suns that they have the opportunity to match, um, which a lot of employers don't. So I'm not mad at DA whatsoever. Listen, every time a, 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 an athlete can go get their money, go get it. Go get it. That's that's what you that's what you put yourself in a position to do, is go get the bag. Mm -hmm. And DA proved that he could get the bag today for four years, 133 million dollars. Now, sons, what are you going to do about it? We have a couple super chats. Uh, the first one from Andrew. Andrew, thank you for your super chat. They said, we're not getting KD now. Shaking my head. Why we made deal with Pacers? Question mark. DA now gone. We didn't make a deal with the Pacers as far as the Suns. The Pacers offered DA an offer sheet or gave DA an offer sheet. So now we're kind of in this sticky situation. But we appreciate your super chat. Don't be too sad just yet. Just, let's just wait until it all plays out to really decide what our emotions are around this. We have another super chat from Big Pothead. Uh, thank you for your super <laughs> chat. We now? appreciate you. Uh, said his coach called him a quitter. You don't come from. You don't come back from that. Plus Sarver's cheap AF. Um, there, there are some. Go ahead, Espo. I was just going to say the first part, I, I think you can come back from. The second part, I think, is factually true as of what we know so far. I mean, I, I, we could be proven wrong. That could change. People can change. I just need to see it actually happen before I'm willing to applaud somebody and claim that they have. That's, that's where I'm at with that. Also, there was one other comment in the chat that I did want to address. Somebody asked me what I was smoking. Uh, not smoking anything. I'm just indulging in some OG's Scratch Made THC gummies. <laughs> if you want to get them, highly recommend. They're awesome. They did just launch their first ever limited edition seasonal flavor, Pina Colada, which is super bomb. And then they have some of their OG flavors as well available. You can check them out online at ogsbrands.com and on Instagram at ogsbrands. You can also find their products at your local dispensary. But just a reminder, you have to be 21 years or older to purchase. Thank you in the chat for that transition. Love ya. All right, guys. Yeah, there's just some good chats going on right now. First, can I read a couple of these? Yeah, absolutely. First of all, 750 people watching. That's pretty dope. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of people that are not Suns fans that are in our chat, which is kind of entertaining to me. Uh, Pacers got a squad on paper and more picks after we trade ponytail miles. So I like the miles Turner thing. That's pretty funny. Um, and then just a lot of people just, just Hayden, they think that this is a done deal because clearly they don't know basketball and this is not a done deal. Uh, everybody talking about the, the Suns got fleeced by the Pacers of all teams like bro, chill out. Nothing's happened yet. Cool. He signed a piece of paper. The Suns can match. It's not the end of the day. Chill. That's all. Well, I let's say. can we let's let's go down the path that you feel is going to happen because if we go down mine, it's the darkest timeline. We don't. I know. To go 
But the, say the match, right? And we're sitting there. And and let's assume at that point you're you're somewhat out of the KD thing. You're looking at how do we fortify this roster? A name that I believe Mike Conley was let go by Utah, right? You're still in the market for a quality backup point guard, and you have a $6 million uh, exception. If you wound up running it primarily back, adding a guy like a Mike Conley to be your backup at point guard, which is the kind of move you're going to have to make. You're on the fringes at this point uh, in adding people. Are they good enough to still compete in a West that – uh, is is getting better by simply guys not being injured and some of the moves. That have been um, I I want to say yes, but I think they need one more move, and I think that one move actually that one move is probably going to return in the form of Dario Saric. To be honest with you, so that will certainly help as well. Um, I think they just need one more shooter because. Are you going to rely on Landry Shamit? I'm not sure. You need one more shooter to solidify that bench um, because. You, I'm going to assume at some point Jay Crowder and Cam Johnson might flip-flop. Um, or you move Cam Johnson to the starting lineup and you trade Jay for that other piece that maybe you need um, on the bench that can that can score uh, a high-volume shooter uh, to, to kind of uh, pace you out. I think at that point, if you did bring in Mike Connolly as well, I think then you're there. I think you're, I think you're there. You feel good about your team. You've solidified your bench. Uh, a, a much stronger bench than you've ever had before, uh, and so that way, when you get to the playoffs, you know you don't you don't run into the same pitfalls that you did a year ago. Yeah, I feel like we got distracted by this really shiny thing in Kevin Durant, and the core of a really good basketball team is still here with yeah. or without him. Now you're I'm not sure. going to be the hands-on favorite, obviously, but you're still you're still open to options at the deadline. Different things we learned last year. The regular season doesn't matter as long as you finish in the top six in the West and you don't find yourself in the play-in. It's how you play when you get to April, May, and June. That's what's going to matter. So, you know, that's some perspective. I know it feels like doom and gloom. It feels like give up. This this is all over. And I think if you let DA walk without getting anything, you're close to that. You're it's it's a much that's the one thing you couldn't do if you're if you're not if you're definitely not getting Kevin Durant. But if you bring back DeAndre Ayton, it's not that's still a very 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 good basketball team. That's a 64-1 team that all they lost was JaVale McGee, really. And also like it's a fire sale in Utah right now. Like they're trying to get rid of everybody. Danny Ainge is basically cleaning house. So there's some pieces that could be had over there. <clears throat> Jordan Clarkson. Just saying. Um, so a couple more super chats. It's about damn time. Thank you for your super, super chat. They said, me personally, I don't think the Suns are that good of a team without DA on the roster. They got to swallow the bullet and give the young man his money. Thank you for your super chat. We got one from I Love Wob, and I don't really want to read it because I don't like you can tell me if you want to read it or not. Oh, I can't. <laughs> I just, I don't like name calling. I don't like being mean to people. Oh, like, it's not, it's yeah. not what I'm about. Who's we're, it being mean to? Well, he's being mean to Flex. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, no. So we're, we're, we're going to lay off of that one. All we'll I'm going to say is send that one back. you can always mute people on the internet. 
You yeah. can always block people on the internet. You can choose to not engage with people on the internet. And if you don't like it, that's okay. Like Flex came at me today. But you ain't got to be mean about it. Like Flex put out there that that doesn't mean that the Suns are out of the KD sweepstakes and he still feels like they're going to go on a run. I'm like, you know, but it puts more obstacles in the way. And he came back at me and said, if you say so. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I still love him. He's still a good guy. He's still trying to do his best to put out information that he's hearing. Like, I, I'm, I don't understand the Flex hate. You know, there's a lot of people well, in here that love Flex, but I also don't understand the hate. We just need to be nice I, to people. Like, just, people are angry at Woj. People are angry at Shams. People are angry at insert name here. It's okay to not be happy with the information you're hearing. It is okay to not want to see it on your timeline. But we don't have to be a-holes to each other, okay? Well, and you don't, you don't have to take down the messenger. These people are are hearing things from sources. They're providing what they're hearing, whether it's in it's true at the moment, but things can change. We've talked about this the whole way. Why we weren't going to act like KD was a done deal regardless of anybody till it was actually done because things change at the drop of a hat. I'm sure the Suns weren't expecting DeAndre Ayton and the, and the Pacers to push him in the corner today, but it happened because <laughs> things change. So I never hold it against any insider for reporting something and then it not necessarily happening because at the time they're not going to report bad information. They're not going to share a false narrative fully knowing that at knowing they'll be wrong because their whole career is based on that information and being right more than they are that wrong. So I love Wob. You can send a non super chat uh, message chat in the comment section and I'll read that one. If you want to, if you want to send another one, we also have one from Kyle. Kyle, thank you for your super chat. They said, I thought he hasn't technically, quote unquote, signed yet. And a sign and trade could still happen between Indy and Phoenix. Yes, we did talk about this earlier in the show. The assumption is, is that he's going to sign today. But um, how it all works out is the clock to match doesn't officially start until midnight. So they do have until midnight Eastern time today to work out a potential sign and trade on both sides which is just a handful of hours away. About six hours left. Yes. So that's kind of where we are. And then our last super chat we'll get to until we take a break and come back to some things comes from Code. Code, thank you for your super chat. They said, we will be exactly where the Utah Jazz is now in five years. Is that a concern of your guys's? I mean, it's always a concern. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess maybe, yeah, no shit, Lindsay. The difference is, is how, that, how concerned are you that that will actually happen? The difference happen? is, is that nobody wants to go live in fucking Salt Lake. That's the biggest difference. Like Phoenix in the wintertime, pretty nice place to live. Not going to lie. Look, uh, I. In the wintertime. Yeah. Not, At least not that's right when their now, season literally. is, though, which is. How does how does the next few how does the next few years play out too? I mean, if they win a championship, I don't give a shit if they're there five years from now. Like yeah. that's that's perfectly fine. I also, I, I it, there's too much to to look at and try to guess what five years from now is going to look like. Shit, we don't know what forty eight hours from now is going to look like. There's you know, varying reports as to as to that and what the Suns are going to do. So let's focus on just getting through the next 48 hours and understanding DA before we panic about what five years from now is going to look like. Again, the Suns would have until midnight on on Saturday or 11.59 on Saturday night to match any offer um, should they not execute a sign and trade by today. 
So, so um, eight eight fifty nine east or eight fifty nine Arizona time. Yes, on our time eleven fifty nine Eastern. Which means we'll be back with another emergency pod at some point in time. Oh, shit, we might next... be back here in a couple hours if there's a sign and trade. What? Like <laughs> 55 hours, something like that. We'll have probably at least one or two more shows for you guys. It'll be I fun. think we have I think we have a resolution way before that that last minute. There's no reason if if the Why drag this out? do, there's no reason to drag it out at that point. I mean, you're either matching or you're not. It's not screwing over Indy because they've already made their moves outside of, of DA. So, like, I think we have an answer long before 8.59 on Saturday night. It's just very fascinating to look at the chat and see how many people hate DeAndre Aiden, how many people love him, how many people understand the value that he has, whether you like him or love him, and it's just or hate him or love him. And it's just I, – I, I just don't understand it. Like, listen, this is a business – and the Suns are trying to make business decisions, just like DeAndre Aiden is trying to make a business decision. And like these are assets. P- players are assets, just like any employee to any company is an asset. And you got to manage those assets the best way they can. The Suns didn't do the best of jobs in this situation. Doesn't mean that the end of the world is coming. It doesn't mean that they can't they can't still get KD. It just means that you're going to have to pay a higher premium to keep all your toys. And that's just how it is. And it's okay to be in that situation. Listen, for the longest time, you couldn't even attract the attention of a Kevin Durant. <laughs> for like 10 years, nobody in their mom, nobody in their right mind wanted to come here. I don't know why I said mom. Maybe I got freaking Zach Wilson on the brain. Um, <laughs> so, uh, that, so. that would be anybody in their mom's friend wouldn't. <laughs> so, uh, you so, like it's, <laughs> so it's just, it, it's okay to be in this situation. <laughs> the Suns are still in a good spot. It's going to be all right. Oh. All these other people in the chat that are from the Pacers or just, you know, they like the show. So we appreciate you coming along, but you're wrong. The Suns are still going to be good next year. I have faith. Okay. So you know what? You know what, though? You and I are right. Because we always said that DA was a max guy, and he's a max guy now. So high five. Let's go. (laughs) It's nice. (laughs) (laughs) Also, if DA comes back to the the Suns and we don't get KD, uh, I save my bank account, and uh, Espo doesn't have to wear an Ewok costume. So we both win? That's true, because... You offered to buy a round of beer at the Four Peaks Brewery if the Suns get KD. It's a a total win-win for everybody because either KD comes to Phoenix or we have to see us build an Ewok costume. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, you know, you're right, Shane. It is a win-win for everybody. And a win-win for everybody is also Four Peaks beer because it's that delightful. Uh, And and a win-win for everybody, or could be anyway, a giveaway that you can enter Let's that is go. absolutely free. You can enter our toast of the month sweepstakes right now at gophnx.com. And here's what you're going to get if you win you're going to get a $50 gift card to Four Peaks, you're going to get a PHNX shirt of your choice, and a PHNX annual membership. Like I said, absolutely free to enter this giveaway. Just head to gophnx.com right now to enter to win. You can also pick up Four Peaks beer whenever you want to just have a few cold ones and hang out. 
They're available pretty much at any of your local grocery stores, places like that. You can also head down to their brewery on 8th Street, have some really bomb food, have some really great drinks, hang out with your friends, hang out with your family. But just a reminder, in order to drink the alcohol, you must be 21 or older and enjoy responsibly, please. And also, um, uh, the PHNX membership is constantly evolving. Uh, we are going to be sending out some uh some emails and some uh some uh we're gonna we're gonna be giving our members an opportunity to join us in our first ever nba 2k and madden leagues uh this year so uh, you guys can join us for that if you want to but you gotta be a member to get the first first dibs on those spots because they go pretty quick uh Uh, okay sorry i was gonna say harpoon asked if they have food at four peaks yes they they have very good food highly recommend the chicken tenders also you'll be the first to be able to get your hands on a a potential collab uh, shirt that we are doing with Four Peaks, which is uh, soon to be coming. Uh, so a lot of cool things going on. Again, what we do is is we match up with partners, we bring them into the fold, and then we reap the benefits and give them to you. So you also be the first to catch these hands in Madden. Oh, come on, Shane! Hey-o. Come on, Shane! Um, so can you do me a favor since I'm not in studio, you or Lindsay? Can you guys shake those chairs, shake the couch cushions, see if we can find some change to send down to the uh, talking stick or wherever, footprint center, whatever the hell they call it now, so we can uh, start that uh, fund to help pay for this luxury tax? No. Thanks, no. guys. <laughs> no. Screw you two. Sorry, I'll, I'll, let the, I'll let the billionaires figure that one out. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they got more money than we all do combined, so they can handle that. So a few more super chats, one from Code, thank you, said, if we match and keep Aiden, please, no more baby him. Babying him. Baby him. That's what that means. Uh, Long John Silver, thank you for your super chat, said, Woj and other national guys have been wrong countless times just this offseason. Layoff flex. Again, be nice. Just be nice to people. Thank you for your super chat, though, Long John Silver. We appreciate you. Then Sons and Eight sent an empty super chat, but then followed up with this comment. So I'm going to guess this is what his super chat was meant. Uh, this only makes a trade for KD come faster. Sons and Pacers will agree to a trade. I hope that is the case because remember yesterday when we went over the um, hypothetical four team trade that Bobby Marks put out on ESPN. Mm-hmm. It included Miles Turner in it going to Brooklyn. Now, maybe they have already like tried to make this trade happen and Brooklyn was like, yeah, no, we're not interested. Mm -hmm. But maybe, maybe not. Maybe that's still on the table or maybe a similar variation of that hypothetical trade is still on the table. There's also like, I think one of the things we've kind of overlooked is like, if you're Brooklyn, you're in no rush. No rush at all. You have KD for four years and you have Kyrie coming back potentially like you're in no rush to make any move until it suits you. I know KD might, uh, until we get to training camp and KD doesn't show up. Um, that would be the only time where all, all obviously things change. Uh, and so I think everything's going to work out just fine. I think, I think the Suns will retain DA. I don't think a sign and trade is going to happen today. And, uh, you know, we'll see what other moves get made after that. I do think this opens the door for Miami in a multi-team trade for KD, though, because they could send Bam to to uh, Utah. Utah. Donovan Mitchell could go to Brooklyn. Uh, you, you could get some combination of Ben Simmons going somewhere. I just think it opens a path uh, for for the Heat that may not have been there 
before because they have some options there. But it sounds like the Knicks are heavy on uh, on Donovan Mitchell as well. So yeah. this is this is just going to get so much chaos. Uh, we're not going to have resolution real quick. I still don't think yeah. on the KD thing. And Long John Silver asked if if they're not interested in DA, why would they be interested in Turner? I felt like Turner is kind of just a throw-in filler, yeah. to be honest, because yeah. I feel like Donovan Mitchell and Mikkel Bridges in that particular trade scenario would be the main pieces that you'd sure. be wanting mm-hmm. to bring on to your team. Well, and well, it doesn't hard cap you, which trading for DA would have. Uh, Miles Turner makes a lot less money, which could be part of it too. Also, just a little FYI, uh, we might have another pod today. And if we do, you don't want to miss it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you miss the tweets and stuff. It's all good. We don't know what time we'll, we will be going. But if there is a sign and trade happening. We will get right back on this horse and ride again. So uh, turn on those notifications. Give us a thumbs up, please, on that on that YouTube. Um, yeah, while you're here, just hit that thumbs please. up button because it helps us out a lot. And like Saul said, if you have notifications on, you can turn them on for our YouTube channel. You can turn them on for our social media channels. Twitter and Instagram. We're going to always be sharing things. Um, Twitter at PHNX underscore Suns. Instagram at PHNX underscore Sports. So, yeah, turn on notifications so that you never miss any of the conversation that we are doing. It's a constantly moving world, folks. We're trying to keep up with it. Hopefully we'll get some more news as the day goes on, but um, we'll see what happens. All right, guys, I think that's going to do it for this show. We've we've given all the information that we've been able to gather. We've shared our thoughts. We've let the chat share their thoughts. Um, Thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate you. Unfortunately, we're back in the waiting game again. But at least this time around, there's a hard deadline. So we know we're going to get at least some sort of an answer. In the next somebody's got to shoot their shot 50 ish some odd hours. <laughs> uh, thank you for tuning in. As a reminder, we want you guys to stay safe and healthy all year long, especially now that there. it's summertime. Nobody. We're out and about vacationing, hanging out with friends and family. COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location near you. Uh, we'll be back at some point in time, but we're going to put a, a tentative schedule out there for 2 p.m. tomorrow unless anything has happened, which, again, is why you should turn on notifications. But until then, you can follow me on Twitter at LindsaySmithAZ. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. You can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. Just remember, actions speak louder than words. 15 million in luxury tax speaks pretty damn loud.